Hi folks, welcome back to the Bible Project Podcast and we're in episode 198 of our magnificent journey together through hopefully the whole Bible, but we're in season two, part 129, which is of course going through the first book of the Bible, Genesis, and we're into and into the middle of Genesis chapter 17, and the verses we're covering today are going to be verses 6 through 11, and I've called today's talk Ready to Sacrifice. Now, you may remember that in the last episode, we saw God said that he would make a covenant between them when he was addressing Abraham. And I drew attention to the fact that he'd already done that. He'd already made a covenant back in chapter 15 with Abram. Now, the Hebrew word that was used on the first occasion is different to the word that is used here in the second occasion in chapter 17. Because the word used for covenant is not a word that means making something from scratch. So what I believe God is saying here is I'm not giving you any new covenant, but what we're going to do today is put in force a covenant promise I made with you. So the application of the covenant is now being signified here. And it's been signified by, of course, the change of name. At the end of last time, we saw that the name change in 17 verse 5 was that he should no longer be called Abram, but that he should be called Abraham. Now, this is important because the word translated Abram, if you take that word, it just is a generic term, which means high father or exalted father. So it's just a general term. But the word Abraham, the name Abraham actually literally means father of the nations. So the Lord is saying here, I'm now going to fulfill the covenant. I'm going to bring to pass the promise I made with you back in the day when I told you that you were going to be blessed and have multiple descendants. So these verses here now that we've reached in chapter 17 will show that God is doing this now, which is why he says this in verses 6 and 7. I will make you very fruitful, I will make nations of you, and kings will come from you. I will establish my covenant as an everlasting covenant between me and you and your descendants after you, for the generations to come, to be your God and the God of your descendants after you. So God is now going to give him a sign that this promise is fulfilled in the people today and from this point forward. But at this point, we need to understand that God is emphasizing that this is not a temporary time-restricted promise. It's not just about the now. It's going to be an everlasting covenant which will be seen to carry on into the future. Which is why it says in verse 8, The whole land of Canaan, where you now reside as a foreigner, I will give as an everlasting possession to you and your descendants after you, and I will be their God. So there's something new happening here, something new going on here. He's told him before about the land, but this is the first time that that land is given the name and identified as the land of Canaan. Now look at what God then says next to Abraham. As for you, you must keep my covenant, you and your descendants, after you for generations to come. The sign and the promise of the covenant will now be explained in the next few verses. 10 and 11 says, This is my covenant with you and your descendants after you, the covenant you are to keep. Every male among you shall be circumcised. You are to undergo circumcision, and it will be a sign of the covenant between you and me. 
Now, it's important to note that the circumcision is not the actual covenant. It's not the actual promise. It's a sign of the covenant promise that was given. It's a sign of that promise that was first given back in chapter 15. And what has been added here is that the sign is showing that that promise has been embraced and that the sign of that application of it will be circumcision, which is, of course, the physical removal of the foreskin. So what is added here is the sign is going to be the cutting, the removal of a piece of flesh. Now, I believe that this is the part of the narrative that really brings to the fore and rises up the whole idea of sacrifice, circumcision as a sacrifice. The idea of literally having to sacrifice as a part of your body to commemorate and mark a promise. How about circumcision, man? Might that be something that you would remember? And this is important because that's the entire point here. For an adult man of that time, I would imagine that this idea would be quite disturbing. I think it would be very disturbing to us today. But the idea of undergoing this as an adult man at that time, without even the thought of any sort of anaesthetic, well, that sounds pretty dramatic, if not, some would say, traumatic to me. If someone came to me today and suggested that I cut off part of my body to mark that I had made a commitment promise with someone, I think I'd be pretty shocked. And if I did it, I would certainly remember the commitment that I made that day. What we have seen in the biblical stories is that when you make a sacrifice, it's often something dramatic or it means giving up something important. To take the life of something and spill its blood, that's also going to be something you remember, especially if it's not something you've ever done before. You see, in these early chapters of Genesis, we see for the first time in recorded history that humanity established the idea that sacrifice was necessary to move ahead to a new place in our life and to a new place in our relationship with God. The principle of moving through loss and sacrifice in order to obtain something better, I believe is established here. The principle of really having to strive to move to where God wants us to be in this life and maybe to have to give some things up is what's important here. It's telling us that life living in the, me in the measure and the path of God is not going to be a cakewalk. Anyway, we shall see how this idea is further developed for us in the next episode because we get some really interesting light thrown on this passage when we take a look at it from what is said about it in the book of Hebrews as well. Anyway, that's it for today. I'll see you all again here next time. I look forward to being back with you again very soon. Bye for now.